And welcome to Drunken Stories, the podcast where we fuck your ears to orgasm with the paranormal, macabre, folklore, and just our general shenanigans. My cohort for tonight is Gabriel Brew. How about you introduce the shit out yourself? Hello, everyone. I'm Gabe, and I'm here to try and keep it on task, but at the same time, enjoyable. And we never do. Yeah, we fuck up every time. Well, you do, though. Uh, Tonight, we're going to go ahead and tell you guys a little story about the Nazi propaganda machine, as it was, and some of the fun history behind the Nazis and all the stuff that they actually looked into, which is a lot more vast and uh, enigmatic than what you would have thought. Agreed. Where do we want to start this bad boy? Well, there's a lot to go over, which we typically do, uh, just in no specific order. But uh, let's start. We just talked here a little bit earlier about the money uh, deal, and I thought that was super Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I don't remember at what uh, point during the war they did this, but uh i'm dusty so i'd have to relook up dates or or time frames but uh at some point during world war ii um the nazi propaganda machine decided that to help their war efforts and kind of fuck over the rest of the powerhouses in the war they were going to go ahead and make the uh, British pound and the American dollar and flood the market with it so that the value of the dollar and the pound decreased so that the the uh, two allied powerhouses didn't have, have the finances to continue to um, battle and combat them on the... Uh, industrial front if that makes any yeah, sense yeah no it's super strategic and, when you really look at it which is just crazy yeah, to me to think about. yeah and yeah and so the way they did it is they found out in the concentration camps they actually had um jews that were um were able to um make and develop these plates and the actual paper that matched the pound and the dollar during that time frame and the ink and everything. And so they loaded a bunch of them up on a train, took them to a different secured location in a cave somewhere and had them making these, these money to uh, flood the market. And somewhere along the way, um, the, Jews figured out that, you know, this is one of those missions where once it's done, they're no longer useful and the secret has to be a secret and they can't be a liable um, implication to the plan. And so that they'll, they'll probably end up dead after the fact. And so what happened was, is they would tell their handlers, hey, we're ready to make some some test prints. So they'd make some test prints and they would either dick up the paper, they would dick up something on the print, 
they would fuck up the ink. They would do something to sabotage the test printing so that they would have more time to do it. And uh, somewhere along the lines, they printed so many like test runs that have like small, minor, almost untraceable freaking misprints on it that somewhere in the world stashed away there is like at the time i think they said they printed six million which today the value of the dollar is a lot more and uh it's just, it's crazy to think that like if anybody was to find that it would be absolutely unreal not not for the money aspect but to like have a part of history like that would have definitely changed like the the way the war had went from that point on if it had gone off without a hitch. Yeah, you know I just I mean? imagine finding a dollar bill that says United States of uh, America and it's like UH America. And it was just because they well, so were what? trying to get out of, you know, I don't want to die, which is the human instinct in that situation. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do everything I can to prove that I'm still needed. Obviously, these fuck knuckles haven't figured out how to do this. So, we're just going to go ahead and screw it up a little bit along the way. I mean, that's so smart. Right. And, and I want to I wanna say, too, that somewhere in my research and my reading that um, they actually planned several attempts to escape, which cost a few of them their lives. But uh, they were very proactive at trying to prolong their their life. And I do know that in uh, a couple circumstances, I think three of them actually made it out. And later on in their lives, when they were older, they were tracked down and interviewed for a, a documentary and I can't remember what it's called, but there's a documentary out there where these three explain like what their what their jobs were and what they did in that specific mission and like some of their plans to foil the plan of the Nazis and also their plans that were also foiled to escape. And it's uh it's actually super cool to watch and like they're still speaking they're still speaking in like their their native tongue of german or wherever the hell they were from and so there's a translator there talking to and it's just like to see them like on a camera talking about it and like the emotion that was in it is just amazing that people like went through that shit and like came out and had like this amazing story to yeah tell. and then there's us and we just have nothing to do but talk about everyone else's stories which is how we ended up here actually which is just fantastic uh it's really right. led to me learning a lot about history and you know a lot of other things which is so much fun and part of the other stuff that we had kind of talked about here earlier is just the massive amount of shit that the german nazis were doing and it goes beyond just the wartime. Like it, the timeline pre-exists before 1939 when the U.S. was like, "Oh yeah, hey fuck, uh, maybe we should help out." You know, we got bombed by some Japanese soldiers. Let's just hop in. It goes beyond that because early on in the history of it, when you're looking at it, you know, the Hitler failed. 
a lot. And some of the fun background history on Hitler is just like, he went to a psych ward and it was like, this is the way I picture it is they were just so tired of dealing with him being a fucking whiner that they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see Jesus? And he was like, yes. <laughs> and they're like, ah, you can see. And he was like, yes. And they're like, you must follow your dreams. And at that point they had lost world war one. He wanted to, you know, he had been a failed painter and he had all this shit weighing on him. And he's like, oh, I contributed in the war and we lost. Still, I lost my eyesight for this. I did this whole fucking boat of bullshit just to get where I'm at. And they're like, yes, yes, yes. If you, uh, well, you, they're, we're telling you that, um, 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 uh, you follow dreams, you can see again. And then he was like, ah, I can see again. This is fantastic. I just had to believe in myself. I'm going to ruin the world. That's how it goes. Well, that's how it goes in my fucking head. But you know, and, and like that's not too far from the truth. But like the crazy part, the crazy part about that is, is if you actually um, read, like at the end of World War One, they signed the whatever. I can't even remember what it's called. Uh, it was yet, one of the so. treaties. It was uh, the like the Amstis Treaty, maybe. Yeah, something like that. So, some word I must. Don't quote. Don't quote me on. Don't quote me on the document or the treaty. But they signed it, and part of it was is like, hey, this is this is how this is going to go. Germany, we're blaming you for starting the world yes. war. So you're going to get punished for that. Oh yeah. Yes. Germany, you can only have a military of so many. You can only you have, can have 12. a navy of so and many, and you can only have you can't have an air force at all. So you can't you can't have an air force to do anything. What if we made blimps? And then also. And then also, like, we're going to make you pay restitution for all the shit that you Yeah, but we'll still have money for blanks, right? Well, I mean, like, so, but the crazy thing is, is, like, they're already a poor country anyway because they've invested every dollar they had into into the war, and then they lost it, and then they have to pay all this restitution to these other countries. And then you get a young Hitler who's still bitter. He just got out of the psych ward. And he cons his way into the politic world, and he runs it off of a regime of like Germany is still a powerhouse, and I will get you, I will get Germany back to its former glory. And people bought into it, and they were like, "Oh yeah, dude, we're about this. Like, let's do this." And he goes, "But first thing I need you guys to do is give me all your weapons. I need you guys to give me all of this, and I need you to relinquish your rights to do these types of things. And what I say goes. If you're with that, we're going to be a powerhouse again." And everybody just climbed on board. And the next thing you know, he comes out one day and he was like, and it's all the Jews' fault. So let's start turning them into. <laughs> so, I mean, like, part of it, part of it. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and you figure he probably, you know, thankfully we're not in this position in the U.S. right now where, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, you have some fucking crazy dickhead with Alzheimer's sitting there saying, I'm going to return us to our former glory. Uh, just do what I say. Let's just take away guns. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. We're not doing that, um, thankfully. And then Hitler said to his people, he was like, y'all have to wear a mask, guys. Uh, it's just, it's it's unsafe not to wear them. You got to do it. I'm the government now, and you're going to listen to what I say. But thankfully, we're not there. Hitler did it. Yeah, Hitler, yeah, Hitler did it. We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not there. So that's always good. 
we're not mandated to do anything. Yeah, we're 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 not there um, in any way, shape, or form. We're, we're but yeah, he did. He he absolutely came out and he said, "I'm gonna you know return us to our form of glory." And the, the, just when you're saying, I was just thinking of it, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's really a dangerous path to go down because it's so easy to just be like, "God damn it, I just want things how they used to be." This guy's saying he can do it. Let's do it. You know, but that was the whole point. Right. Of what I was getting out here earlier is that. He failed, you know, several times. The Nazi party didn't just like bingo, bingo, pop into existence and they were successful. It was like, you know, six years leading into the war and it was Hitler repeatedly going back and saying, okay, we can do this. I can see now because I believed in my dream. And he believed in his dream. Like he just dreamt it into existence. And that's fucking crazy but imagine all the other crazy shit they did in that amount of time like collecting shit for well, six years and, and or four the, years the more power but like the more power he got the more that he manifested these crazy ideas and the nazi party was actually the first regime that tried to establish the new world order to where they would control the world the way that they wanted it to be controlled and in doing so, this is where this all comes in. In doing so, that's where, like, printing all that money comes into play. Like, hunting down all of the, the relics of ancient times comes into play. Like, one of the massive rumors is, is at the bottom of a lake in Austria, the, the chalice that Jesus drank from at the Last Supper is at the bottom of a lake in a, in a treasure chest somewhere in Austria. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many... So many myths that go along with like the German party and like it's you have to start weaving through like what could actually be a fact and what was actually like something that was of a similar story that got manifested into something like completely out of the out of the realm of possibility. You know what I mean? It's like the game telephone, like where you whisper something in somebody's ear by the time it makes it to the end it's a completely different yeah. statement you know like what i mean like game. yeah you just know something that well, that's not what it was uh and yeah, yeah. oh the <laughs> other thing uh, yeah now that you talked about uh, this was incidentally the start of nato i think actually where hitler was like we're going to be the world premier organization and now we have nato so he wasn't far off you know and i don't I, germany's in it they don't really do anything now but yeah, pretty fucking close. Good enough. I mean, like, it was the start of NATO, and they're... It's kind of like what he envisioned. It just wasn't with him at the head of the table in charge of everything, making the calls and, and being being the world power that he wanted to be. And so there's there's another failure to add to the list that is... Hitler's legacy. Adolf Hitler's list of shit that he never got to accomplish or see to fruition. I'm I'm very curious as to whether he actually made it to the inner earth. I feel like there's so much shit that they were doing. I think he kind of fucked himself into spreading himself too thin. And that kind of makes me sad because I feel like there was a lot he could have learned. And I always get shit when I talk about Hitler because I'm always like, yeah, he was crazy. He was a piece of shit. But without Nazis, we wouldn't know a lot of the health information we know today. 
just because he tortured twins and Jews and whatever. I mean, it sounds so fucked up when you say it. It's just like, yeah, optimistically, we learned a lot from it. Not the right way to go about it, but we did learn from it. I mean, you know, then we stole learning. Yeah, occurred. then we stole Warner von Braun uh, in Project Paperclip. Where we were just like, we need all the Nazi scientists. Fuck, those guys have this rocketeering shit down. And then we went to the moon before Russia. Those fucking communist assholes then. <laughs> Love those commies. But yeah, there's but, a ton of shit they do. Well, there was a, there was a lot. And um, there's the rumors that like he didn't kill himself in the eagle's nest, you know, which is aptly named the Eagle's Nest because the Americans were the ones that came in and took it over. And we would never name something after our fucking national bird. No, dude, that was that was 100% what Hitler called it because he was soaring with the Eagles. He was high (laughs) on meth like he was the entire time he was fucking in office. And he was like, God damn, I'm high as an eagle. But like, that's and that's the crazy part too, dog. Like you talk about you hear these stories of like these battles where troops would come in contact with certain regiments of of Nazi soldiers, and it would take ten to fifteen shots to bring them down, even headshots. Yeah, because they were so and fucking And they go high. back and they do and they do the they do the science of it, and they were they were loaded on meth, like they were completely loaded on meth or cocaine, and they were just out there running it. You yeah, know what I mean, like, well, and then you have Hitler who had like a kidney condition. It's weird to me to think that like our science right now is like we can track your urine. Like, hey, you pissed on the log, follow the log. Here's like, what? Mm-hmm. What? Do me pissed on the log? Like, be quiet. We can we can track his piss. Oh, I don't want to touch it. But they did, and then we were able to fucking track. Hitler, because he, we knew he had kidney problems. They found medications following his path when he was like trying to hide out initially. The whole thing's crazy to me, but like you had said, that you know, there is this rumor that Hitler wasn't actually killed in the Eagles' Nest, he didn't kill himself. Um, and part of that comes like I think the initial bit of that whole rumor conspiracy theory started because the bone fragments and teeth fragments that they actually found were of a female. Which would have been his right. wife, right? Um, Ava Braun, his lover. They never yeah, got married. Lover Ava Braun, um, and then if you look at, it, they actually ended up finding proof that there were tunnels that led to the airport, the nearest airport uh, to the Eagle's Nest, and it is possible that he did escape and make it to South America, Bolivia. Yeah, and Bolivia in particular, but like that whole thing's crazy to me, and I mean. You know, I don't think it's likely just because I think he was genuinely just a piece of shit. Not like, you know, somebody was like, eh, I did some shitty things, but I can assimilate to humanity. I think he was way too far gone to... No, no and he was way too far... Like, I don't think he made it out. He was way too far gone to reassimilate into a normal society and try to function without uh, having that same guilt he had for losing World War One, like 
had he made it out, like we'd still be dealing with those problems today. And we could we could deep dive into how many years after the war did we dedicate to hunting the Nazis in South America? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, we still like, fucking are. We and we still are. And the other thing that you brought up was like getting German scientists, like the Nazi scientists, and bringing them into the CIA and the and the DEA and the fucking NASA space program and using their fucking knowledge to advance American medicine and, and science and technology. And so, I mean, like there was a lot of horrible shit that went down, but as soon as it was beneficial for other people to use that fucking knowledge and that science, it was like, we can forgive you for your mass genocide and your fucking feeble attempt to overrule and run the world. But, Tell us about these uh, nuclear conductors yeah. that you can so create. You, yeah, so I mean? you killed like, a million people. How exactly did you do that? You said B2 bomb. Um, hold on. That's right. not our, how did you make that B2 bomb? We were actually trying to get to the moon. <laughs> oh, but that's a silly coincidence. What if you told us how to do it? And then one of them was like, oh, I'm kind of taught that shit. My tits are tied on this one. And he just did it. You know, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, not a whole lot else I can do. I'm not in jail. I got a family now. I'm German. I'm a Nazi. Killed shitload of people. Nah, I'm doing pretty good for myself. Yeah, like, we. Mm -hmm. You're right. We absolutely just turn on ourselves, and we're like, oh, I can make this out of something. And we were like, yeah, war crimes. We're hunting every single Nazi down, except these ones. We're going to add them to the team because they're really smart. Right. What even so, though, like the motherfuckers that were added to the team are the motherfuckers that were the absolute worst war criminals. Yeah. And we pardon them, but we but we hunt down the other ones like it's absolutely it's absolutely fucking crazy. And like the part that like the part that I love the most is like uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie and Glorious Bastards. Where Brad Pitt's whole fucking motive of going through World War II is to carve a swastika Into in the area. foreheads of every Nazi because he says You can fucking throw away that plans uniform. after the war. You can throw away and burn the uniform, but you're never gonna get rid of this scar. And that way every, so everywhere you go, the world will know what you have done. And like to me, that is super fucking awesome and badass. And like I wish it was a true story because that's fucking amazing yeah and it's that's it's one of those things and we're going to dive into this and this is part of the fun thing about this drunken stories and what's to come we're going to get a dive into a lot of shit so we'll dive into project blue book we'll dive into the actual story behind inglorious bastards we'll dive into the brothers grims and fairy tales and shit and we'll do you know i'm going to sleep you right in the bed and do bedtime stories and uh, it's just going to be drunken bullshit from here on out on the drunken stories uh, presented by Forever Broken. And we will also be on the social medias, uh, Facebook and not, you know, just go to the normal shit that you do with Forever Broken. But we're going to put out a lot of information, get a lot of fun out of just diving in behind the real stories. Because I know with like the Inglorious Bastards, the movie, obviously, you know, it's a good storytelling. Uh, he did a great job creating the film, but there actually was a true historical accuracy behind it. There was a squad of Jewish, you know, quote, unquote, like 
special soldiers that went around killing Nazis. And that's just such, that's so badass. But I mean, there is a team, there is a real team, and we'll get to dive into the real stories behind those by doing this. And that's so much fun. So you guys are going to end up getting mental health, history, cryptids, basically anything that, you know, you need that you don't know you need. We're going to fucking be here to provide it. And that's what the fun this one is. So we're going to keep doing drunken stories as we go just to give you guys something more than the normal topics. Uh, we're, we don't know exactly what it's all going to be in the in the run, the uh, makeup, but this is a good, fun run, and we're going to get it out. It's a good, this is a good trial run and a little teaser clip for you guys to kind of see where we're going to yeah, go. Yeah, this will be like a mini um, bonus, mini bonus soap. Yeah, and once we get some more content to put out, we'll put it out. Um, and it'll it'll still be the never broken crew, but we we understand that mental health is a hard topic and that it's a hard thing to to hit on all the time. And so we kind of want to break up that with this and kind of show you guys that there's there's more to us than just the mental health side of it. We're we're real. We're we're into a lot of different things. We read a lot. We we research a lot, and we have a lot of conversations like this. And so, the conversations we have on these topics, we're going to record them and share them with you. And hopefully, you guys can give us your input and feedback, and let us know some of the obscure things that you know about that you would like us to research and talk about and share. Yeah, it should be a fun time. Uh, I do my research i'm going to be doing a lot of research on cryptids etc like that i do we do a lot of readings like he had said <clears throat> and we're going to try to bring you guys the most information we can and have fun with it and just have a good time so that being said hit us up on the social medias listen to the episodes this has been the first and official bonus mini-sode of drunken stories so it's been a good time Hope you guys have fun uh, this will be a quick episode for you guys to listen to. Thank you very much. Again, thank you, Gabe, for being here. You are my hero and idol in the podcast world. Keep doing what you do. With that said, myself, hit that fucking music. <laughs>